0: Are you tired? Listless? Looking for a moment of escape from this hellish nightmare reality you inhabit? Today's lucky winner from Sanguis Pharmaceuticals can help. Independent studies that are definitely not fictional showed that listeners reduced their boredom by up to 69%. Today's lucky winner is not for everyone. Do not listen to today's lucky winner if you are under 18, easily offended by cussing, or are a snitch who can't listen to fictional drug use. Side effects may include giggling, distraction from worldly concerns, and hyper-aggressive sleep punching. Ask your doctor if today's lucky winner is right
1: for you. Previously on Today's Lucky Winner. What? Where are we? Why is this hallway so long? This is my dream. I think the hallway is representative of my mind. So that means you lucid dream? Oh, it's even better than that. I control my dreams. Think of it as my holodeck.
2: A horse! <laughs> what?
1: Now
0: they found themselves at the edge of a forest. About a half a mile to the front of them was a small village of round houses. A distant scream echoed from the houses. The horse and cloaked rider were making their way to the town at a full gallop. The rider pulled out something palm-sized and threw it toward dawn. It landed at her feet.
2: Look at the dosage instructions. What does that even mean? It says water bear, and I know exactly what it means. A water bear is another name for a tardigrade. They're my favorite animal. More importantly, my mom knew that they were my favorite. She got me a little water bear flash drive.
1: And my water bear flash drive was at work when I died. So our dream rider wanted you to know that you had something important on your water bear flash drive.
0: Congratulations. As Dawn and Rita stood at the welcome desk in the Sanguis Pharmaceuticals lobby, the receptionist, Kelly, received a call.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yes, sir. I was wondering what that was about, yeah. Sure thing. (sighs) If you'll take a seat over there, someone will be with you in a moment to help you collect your cousin's belongings. Feel free to help yourself to a latte or sparkling water from the coffee bar. It's in the alcove behind the koi pond over to the left.
2: Thank you. Bruh, I think that chick could see me. Shut up! I'm gonna look sus if I'm
0: talking to myself.
1: Go to the coffee station thing, she pointed out.
0: Dawn's high-top sneakers created a resounding squeak as she cautiously moved across the white marble lobby. Rita had her by the arm, but she was doing her best to pretend that Rita wasn't there. She exhaled an enormous sigh of relief as she turned the corner into the coffee alcove. She was free to air her concerns to Rita. That sigh (sighs) came a moment too soon.
1: Rita, oh my god. (coughs) Dude. There's a dude. Dude getting coffee. Uh, I love
2: coffee. Yes, yes. I'm getting coffee by myself like normal.
0: They weren't alone. A pharmaceutical sales rep stood at the coffee bar steaming milk for his latte in a stainless steel thermos emblazoned with the logo for the drug Comaquin. He gave Dawn a smile that simultaneously said, Hello, and this lady is giving me the creeps. He snagged a couple of stevia packets from a jar on the counter, grabbed his rolling briefcase and his thermos, and exited toward the front doors.
1: Be real, are all the drug reps here as hot as that guy? If they are, I get why you agreed to work in this den of evil. Sex sells, baby! I almost offered to foam his latte for him, if you know what I- Focus! Why do you think the receptionist saw you? We made eye contact for a second- Couldn't she have been staring off
2: into the distance and she happened to look in your direction?
1: I don't know. It really seemed like she saw me, you know? And I feel like I'm being watched, and not just by her. (sighs) I kind of feel that way, too. What do we do? I don't fucking know. We're in a technologically advanced monument to capitalism, and we're probably surrounded by a bunch of supernatural evils that had a hand in your murder. That puts
2: the situation in a nutshell, but it doesn't really help us at all, does it? What happens if
1: someone does see you? What would they do with that information? If someone sees me, they may just assume I'm a ghost or something. Maybe you get someone in the know who can tell you I'm a reaper? I think that person would just assume I'm here to take your soul, though. But I don't know how they'd react. It's not exactly common knowledge about the whole lucky winner DMV thing. Most don't know? Yeah, it's it's not a secret or anything, but it's like... Not most paranormal creatures just know about it. Like, the way it's not common knowledge that lobsters piss out of their faces, or that tapirs have prehensile penises. Really? Yeah! Can you imagine walking up to a door and a taper is like, please, let me get that for you, and just opens it with their massive grabby dong? Yo,
2: focus!
1: You know I wasn't talking about the tapir dong. Sorry. I haven't reaped animals since dinosaurs were around, and your whole butthole bear thing got me curious about animal facts. My internet research took a weird turn, and I ended up at taper dick.
2: Enough with the pain. So if someone sees you,
1: they may not do anything. They probably just assume you're waiting for me to die? Maybe. I just feel like any supernatural creature that's hanging around here isn't your average ghoul or goblin. They may know exactly why I'm here. Well, the other option is that I just curl up
2: into a ball and wait to go to hell, which isn't happening. We have to make this work. This is our only lead so far. Okay, then what do we do? I think it's safe to say that if they do much more than verify my identity and hand me a box of my belongings, they're on to us. We need a way for me to be able to signal to you that we're in too deep or that something's wrong. But it needs to be something that won't make me look like I'm talking to myself.
1: I have an idea. What? What if we stick one of these in your ear and you pretend you're answering a call? Um, where did you get these high-end wireless earbuds? I swiped them off of that buff Chad while he creamed his latte. But why? I don't know. I I think I seek out risky behaviors like theft so I can feel anything but the intense dissatisfaction that permeates my every waking moment.
2: Okay, let's put a pin in that distressing self-realization and come back to it later. The earbuds are a good idea. Yes, I helped. Now let's go back into the waiting area until they call us.
0: Dawn grabbed a black coffee and walked back to the seating area. After three sips, her anxiety and empty stomach compounded into a nasty case of reflux. She shouldn't have let Rita put that vodka in her coffee. She sat the coffee down on an end table beside her and placed an earbud in her ear. While the earbud plan made sense, the germ-conscious Dawn found it unbearable that she was willingly putting a stranger's earbud into her own ear. Between the gravity of her situation, Rita's refusal to sit still, the reflux, and the earwax, Dawn felt like she had already gone to hell. Miss Menendez? That's me. Oh, you can call me Rihanna. Well, Rihanna. I'm Trapper Crawford. You can call me whatever the heck you want. Why don't I take you up to my office so we can talk? (music) ¶¶
3: Hey, Violet here. I play Sunny, Carmilla, and a few other characters for the show. And if you like what I do here, you should also check out the other work I do for our friends at controlaltcrit.com. I play CH3 F Italica, otherwise known as Chef, in the Mega Man Homebrew Actual Play YouTube show 21XX. Or you can check out my Witch House musician Basilisk uh, in our Actual Play Lancer show Resonate Dust. If you're looking for something live, though, I stream on Fridays a new massively multiplayer online game of some kind every week in a bid to find the best and worst there is, and that's called MMO. No, either way, thank you, and I hope you check it out.
1: Hey, all, it's Bree, not Rita. It's Brienne. It's real life me, and I'm reading you an ad. The ad today is for Local Menace. So just because you're stuck inside wearing T-shirts, does it mean that your T-shirts can't be fucking rad? And if you have enjoyed listening to our story set in Texas and you want a little piece of authentic Texas art, uh, go to localmenace.com. Local Menace is a streetwear line that makes super cool accessories, shirts, stickers, hats. Every two weeks there's a new design and it's all done by a local artist And if you go to localmenace.com, you get added to their mailing list where you can get updated news on merch, uh, promos, sales. And if you are from North Texas, you can find out where they're going to be on the weekends. Um, They do pop ups every weekend, sometimes more than one pop up a weekend. And you can come say hi in person. Um, And that again is localmenace.com. And you can check them out at localmenace on Instagram.
0: As Crawford escorted Dawn into the elevator, Rita was following closely behind her. Dawn recognized Crawford, but from where? Sanguis was so large, you only ever got to know the people who worked in your department. Crawford pressed the button for the 30th floor. She tried to remember what was on the 30th floor. She so rarely made it above the 8th. That's where the IT department was. Why was he taking her to his office? It's not like her belongings were that valuable. Why all this fuss over a few pictures, a bobblehead, and a flash drive? I'm deeply sorry for your loss.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah, she's gone too soon.
0: And you lost your aunt less than a year before Dawn, right? Dawn's mom died not too long ago. That'd be your aunt, right? She wasn't a second cousin or something.
2: Yeah, my Aunt Valeria. How did you know about that?
0: Oh, I just remember Dawn saying she was having a real hard time with the loss. That was clearly a lie. She'd never had a conversation with this man in her life. In point of fact, she didn't open up like that to anyone. What was he trying to do? The elevator glided to a smooth stop, and a delicate ping sound indicated that they had reached their floor. As he gestured for her to exit first, she remembered where she had seen Trapper Crawford. He was the head of security. He worked closely with Carmilla. There were rumors that they were... intimate, given how often he was seen with her. In almost every candid picture of Carmilla Guire, you could see Crawford lurking in the background. This was not good. She stuck a finger up to the stolen earbud in her ear as they walked out of the elevator.
2: Hi, mija. Is everything okay? What? What is happening? One second, Mr. Crawford. It's my daughter on the phone.
0: No problem. Take all the time you need.
2: Oh, no. Does
1: Mommy need to come home? Is... are... are you Mommy? Am I, mija? Yes. Yes, you are. Oh, fuck. Okay, uh, not the angle I thought you'd take with the whole phone call cover. You know you could have just been like, hi, Rita. How is this helpful, uh, kiddo? Fine. I'll roast you for your poor improv skills later. Uh, so you need me to help you get out of here. Shit, okay, uh, let me think. Better think fast, kiddo. Mommy will be home very soon. I don't get why you're freaking out. I don't think this guy sees me, but okay. I'm working on it. Let me think of a way to get us out of here.
2: Good girl. Thank you. See you later.
0: Everything okay?
1: Yeah, you know kids.
2: Everything is an emergency that she needs her mom for.
0: Oh, you cherish that now. I'm lucky enough to still have my mama around. She's old, but I still turn to her whenever I need it. Now, if you'll just follow me this way.
1: Yikes, his whole mama talk feels very Norman Batesy. Is there something wrong, Mr. Crawford? We just wanted
2: to get whatever pictures and knick-knacks she had.
0: We just have some questions we need to ask you before we release her items to you. Crawford led them through a narrow pathway along the side of an expansive room. Cubicles created a grid that took up most of the room. The people inhabiting these cubicles were different from the residents of the eighth floor where Dawn had spent her time. The IT department had people of all ages, shapes, and sizes. The 30th floor had a different demographic. A woman stretched at her desk, revealing a gun holster underneath her tailored blazer. Not a single person in the room looked like they had more than 15% body fat. The cubicles were filled with people that looked like MMA fighters in business attire. Dawn and Rita both felt eyes following them.
1: Okay, I think a lot of these people can see me.
0: My office is right over here, Miss Menendez. Can my assistant get you anything? Water? Coffee?
1: Okay, I have to test this. No! <clears throat> Alright, you don't have to get I'm gonna a I'm going to do it. I'm going for it.
4: Uh, 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 uh!
0: As soon as Rita let out her moan, a dozen eyes looked up at her. They quickly looked back down as though they were aware of Rita, but they didn't want to give away that they could see her. About half of the unconscionably jacked office drones that looked at Rita instinctively reached for hidden sidearms. That seemed excessive, even for Texas. Crawford was unmoved. He held open the door to a glass enclosed office where a box of Don's belongings sat on the desk.
1: Oh, shit, little buddy, this is bad. You see how many of those hard bodied cubicle jockeys saw me.
0: If you'll have a seat in here, Miss Menendez, we can get you on your way.
1: Oh, um, yeah, thank you. I have an idea. I don't know if it'll work, and I may get in trouble for it. Do you trust me?
2: Yeah, yeah, I do.
1: Excuse me? Yeah, I do.
2: I want to get on my way, and back home to my daughter.
1: Go hold on to the
2: box.
0: Dawn walked forward and stuck her hands into the handles on the file box that held her belongings. She looked into the box, not knowing where her gaze would seem least suspicious. The inanimate objects before her felt like the safest thing in the room to focus on. Now, what is it in the box that you really want?
2: Um, just... we're just trying to tie up loose ends. We? We? Me and the rest of my family.
0: Oh, you didn't mean you and your Reaper friend here. What did you call her, Rita? My what? Who? I thought I'd have a little longer to squeeze you for info, but my staff here couldn't seem to ignore Miss Rita's outburst. Might as well be honest with you. You saw them all look. Jig's up, dude. She's right. Valeria. <laughs> now tell me where the workshop is. Maybe I'll let you live out the rest of the year. You have
1: workshop. What hold do you hold on tight to the box, buddy?
0: Before Dawn could finish her question, Rita had looped her arms around her from behind. Dawn's hands latched onto the handles of the file box containing her belongings. Her knuckles were pale from the intensity of her grasp. The box and Rita were the only things that anchored her. She found herself rushing through a black vortex. Neon greens, blues, and yellows streaked by her. Beyond these lights, strange constellations speckled the periphery. She had accompanied Rita on one of her poofs. She was teleporting. She was not supposed to be
4: seeing this. Hey there, little reaper. What's wrong? Oh, hey Kyle. I just reaped today's lucky winner! Wow, that's super cowabunga. Are you totally stoked to chaperone? I'm not stoked at all. I'm waking out! I've never had a corporeal body, and experiencing linear time, <laughs> gag me with a spoon. Linear time barfs me out too, but as long as you follow some simple safety guidelines, I think you're going to have a totally choice time chaperoning. Really? Can you give me the 411 before I have to bounce to the earthly plane? Chia! Yeah. Whoa! Where are we now? Shh. This is another reaper with their lucky winner. Let's watch.
3: Hey, can you
1: poof me over there?
4: (sighs) Yeah, whatever.
1: Ouch, my bod. How totally bogus.
4: Whoa, what happened? Rule number one. Don't poof your human unless you want something hella grody to happen, like their fleshy meat body materializing inside of something else. Is that why this dude's body appeared halfway inside that refrigerator? Affirmative, buddy. He may be in the fridge, but there's no way he's chillin' with his guts outside of his body. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But what if you're careful? Can't you make sure you don't with the landing? Oh, it gets way more grody than this. Whoa, no way. More grody than half a human in a refrigerator? Hella more grody. Let's watch another Reaper totally beef it. I don't
1: want to take the bus. Poof me to the mall?
4: Yeah, sure, whatever. dominion over all time in space are you all right <gasps> i have seen the holy worm at the end of the continuum the fourth dimension is god's
2: dimension i create a color only the one can see i am a cosmic home Soaring through the infinite time is an illusion created by the conductor of the great stimulation we are all living in a neuron of a great cosmic whale the whale demands a sacrifice <laughs> i will do the sacrifice, sacrifice oh great whale <laughs>
4: Whoa, like what's their damage? Th- that lucky winner perceived the flow of time for too long, and they're totally having a cow, man. It's one thing to understand the past, present, and future are all happening at once, but it's another thing for a strictly linear being to see the flow of all three while traveling through an extra dimensional space. It's called Continuum Madness. And what's gonna happen to them? They'll be bugging out for a while, and then their brain will explode. That's wicked gross. No, duh. That's why it's totally not bitching for a Reaper to poof their human. Bodacious info, Kyle. What's the second guideline I should know about? Rule number two. Most definitely don't have any sexual intercourse with any... Humans, while you're-
1: What was that? Oh, thank fuck you're in one piece. What? This is important. Did you see a giant worm that was a new color your human eyes had never seen? No. Does your brain feel hot? No, what are you talking about? I knew that entire training video was bullshit. I figured out the sex with human parts was bullshit a long time ago, but- What are you talking about? There's a chance your brain could have melted or something. And you poofed me anyway? You said you trusted me! Now hop in the driver's seat and let's get us out of here.
2: My brain may not feel hot, but I am really dizzy. Can you drive? Probably.
1: Probably?
2: What does that mean?
1: How hard can it be? Millions of humans do it. Maybe you shouldn't.
0: Rita merged onto the freeway, testing the ice cream truck's acceleration capabilities. Her overconfidence and aggressive driving mirrored that of nearly every oversized pickup truck with a lift kit on I-30. She was terrible at driving. She fit right in. After several near misses, they arrived at the apartment complex. Rita pulled into the detached garage a little too fast, kissing the back wall with the front bumper of the truck.
1: (gasps) Whoops. (laughs) <laughs> that drive was scarier than the poof. Oh, hush. Now, let's collect your things and get you inside. Hold on. Fuck. Fuck! What? Have you seen the Water Bear flash drive?
2: Uh, no. Fuck! They took the flash drive! It's not here! There's this flash drive. That's not even mine. I don't know why that's in here. I'm sorry, little buddy. It's worth a shot. Worth the sh- shot? That place was full of literal monsters. The water bear was our only clue. What am I going to do now?
1: I can't go to hell. We can find another lead. It'll just take some time. I don't have a lot of time, Rita. Well, no human does, but you've got my help. And you're the smartest lucky winner I've ever had. If anyone's going to find out what happened, it's you. (laughs) I wish I believed that. Well, I'll believe it twice as hard until you do. Now, I'm not super accustomed to platonic affection with a human, but this feels like a place where I should ask if I can hug you. I'm still not used to it either, but yeah, a hug wouldn't suck. Okay, we'll go inside. I'll load you a bowl. I'll pop some pizza rolls in the toaster oven. And hey, you should get that bucket list going. We can solve your murder and check off some bucket list items.
2: That sounds pretty nice, actually. You want to text Sunny and see if she wants to come over for
1: a movie or something? Uh, uh, why would. You like her. I mean, sure, she's a 10, and.
2: Uh... No, you've caught feelings. You say nasty stuff about everyone else you want
1: to bone, but you're comparatively polite to her. No, I have not. I have two feelings. There's horny, and there's horny for food. I think the word you're looking for is hungry. No, I don't feel hungry. I don't need food to survive. Food is just delicious.
2: Hold the phone. So you've been eating all of my food for fun? You ate two boxes of waffles and a gallon of chunky peanut butter this morning.
1: For fun? Uh, yeah? I assumed you knew I didn't have to eat. I did not. Well, why let a little misunderstanding get in the way of our friendship? (laughs) What? Oh no, you did get continued madness. Does it feel like your brain is turning into a liquid?
2: No, I think we are friends.
1: Oh, dope. You're just laughing at me saying we're friends. Well, you know what? Fuck you. I just saved your life and I'm hugging you in the back of an ice cream truck and you laugh? Am I a joke to you? No, no, I, I mean it. In the past,
2: I just thought people felt sorry for me when they were asking to hang out. I've always assumed that they were just being nice. You, you I believe. The first person I believe that wants to be my friend is my Grim Reaper. I literally died without making friends.
1: That's deeply pathetic, but I'm still flattered. Okay, friend. You want to go inside and split a box of pizza rolls? Split a box? Yeah, split. Oh, no, Mom, are we poor. (laughs) Yes, actually. Now, come on. Oh, you okay? I'm still a little dizzy. You want I should poof you inside? No. So vampires can smoke weed?
3: Absolutely. How do you think I've stayed calm enough to not eat a human this whole time?
1: I wish vampires could eat pizza rolls. I'd share my meager food allowance with you. Oh,
2: wah-wah. Sorry you don't get to eat all the money the DMV left me.
1: I'm done. I worry about having enough food to survive. Sorry you don't get to pee pee poo poo kaka dude. I don't think Sunny wants to hear us argue. Then stop starving me.
3: <laughs> I'm just happy I have people to hang out with. It's been decades since I've been able to just watch a movie with someone else and not want to eat them.
1: We should actually pick a movie. We've been trying to find one for the past... hour? Uh, I don't
2: care at this point. As long as it isn't scary. Today has been
1: scary enough. You aren't even paying attention. You've been going clickety-clackety on your laptop since Sunny got here. Honestly, it's kind of rude. I'm still paying attention. I'm just working on that bucket list like you suggested.
3: Oh, Let me know if I can help with any of it. There's a lot of stuff I wish I'd done when I was alive, too.
1: You're not really dead, though. You should make a list. We can help you, too. Yeah, maybe parts of our lists will overlap.
3: Oh. Okay. I mean, there are some things I shouldn't do anymore. Like, going on a plane feels like a bad idea. Why? If you were trapped in a giant metal tube with a bunch of freshly baked cookies scattered all around you... Do you think you could make it hours without eating one? I wouldn't even
2: make it ten minutes.
3: And being in a plane sounds like the vampire version of that. I can't risk it.
1: Rita, why are you rummaging through my stuff? I I helped you pluck this box from a den of monsters. I don't get to see what's in it.
3: Is that the box of stuff you got from Sanguis today?
1: Yeah, my
2: flash drive wasn't even in there. It's just some knickknacks like my succulent and my data bobblehead.
1: Ha! Dork. He's not even the coolest one on that show. Listen here, you shut the fuck up about Lieutenant Commander
2: Data and the water bears in my house.
3: Hey, there's a flash drive right here.
2: That's not mine. The one we needed looked like a water bear.
3: What's on this one?
2: I don't know. It's probably preloaded with some PowerPoint or some video presentation. The drug reps aren't allowed to give out gifts, but they can give out educational material. I got them all the time at work. Drug reps have bags full of them.
3: Yeah, don't they usually have a drug name on them, though? Mm Mm-hmm. This one doesn't. It's just got this green eyeball drawing on it.
2: It's got a green eyeball?
1: Shit. It's that eyeball. (coughs) Why are we creaming our jeans about an eyeball? Look, it's the same style as the eyeball necklace and the emblem on the magic trunk. Hell no. That fucking trunk... I'm not touching anything with that eyeball on it. With my luck, I'd plug it in and get sucked off into the internet or something.
3: Here, Don. You want to see what's on it? It'd be a shame if anything sucked off Rita.
2: (laughs) Let's see what's on here.
0: Don plugged the flash drive into her laptop. Well, she attempted to plug it in. She realized she'd had it flipped the wrong way. She flipped it over and tried again. It didn't work that way either. Why does that always happen? She flipped it a third time and completed the perilous docking sequence of the drive and her laptop. Clicked on the icon for the drive that appeared on her desktop. It was the same green eyeball. There was a single document file on the drive. It was titled Dawn. She opened it. What's on it?
2: A document. What's it say? Full Moon. Lone Star Digital Assets Building. Stealth Mode No Good. Bring Cabroncita.
1: Fuck. Bree, thanks for listening to episode five. Um, I'm just here to give you our usual updates. Uh, check us out on social media. At Lucky Winners Show is our handle, and we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, if you look at the show details, you can check out the entire cast's uh, credits with their social media handles so you can see what they're doing uh, in their own projects aside from this show. And we'd also like to thank Control-Alt-Crit for contributing some guest voices today. We have their info in our show details and you can go check out their many just wonderful RPG tabletop uh, sessions on YouTube. Uh, Thanks again. If y'all could tell a friend about the show, word of mouth is so important to us. Um, And that would mean the world to us uh, and we'd love to hear from you. And until next time, try not to die.